Hey everybody, I'm back here on our podcast with Heath Kays. He is an Allstate agent here in Spokane with two locations. I'm super excited to have him on this podcast. I do want to give a quick disclosure before I let Heath tell us more about his business. So we are going to offer some tips, probably some suggestions and some advice, but these will be just our opinions built from our experience, our education and training. We are not doctors, licensed nutritionists or dietitians, but Keith, you are a insurance agent. So I'm excited to hear about you. Well, thank you. I'm uh, born and raised in Spokane, spent um, the last 15 years almost in the insurance industry working for two separate uh, major carriers, Allstate being the most recent. Um, and, you know, just really like helping people. Yeah, yeah. And I was an Allstate agent as well for 22 years, so we have that in common. Um, in fact, I met you at a booth, and I'm telling you what, you we could just talk for hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you are incredible. You're extremely warm. Um, you've offered me some great suggestions as well, being that I'm newer to the area. I've only been here a year, um, so it's fantastic. But one thing that we talked about a lot that um, was near and dear to my heart uh, when I was an insurance agent, and, and I think is, is relative and, and applies to this podcast, is the fact that you offer life insurance to people or your clients or anybody that's in need. Um, that was one of the things that I was very, very passionate about. I know when I sold life insurance, I not only saved lives, well, that sounds weird, but I saved lives, um, made an impact on many lives. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was, I was in the moments of people's lives that was very, very difficult, but I was able to offer something to make things better. So, I'd love for you to explain uh, how you feel about life insurance and, and how, you, how you apply it in your, your business. You know, quite honestly, before I became a agent, I didn't really grasp the importance of life insurance. Mm -hmm. um, having been an agent for as long as I have now, um, I'm starting to see the impact of having it and not having it and what it does to families. And I can't express enough how important I think life insurance is for everybody. Um, men, women, children, it doesn't matter. It is something that is going to affect you at some point. And it's better to have it than not. Right, right. I you know, like I said, I saved lives because when you apply for life insurance, not every type of policy, but a lot of them require some sort of medical. Um, and I remember, um, actually saved a couple of lives, but one in particular, the first one you're always going to remember the most, of course, um, got a call from underwriting. They're like, you don't understand, you know, she, she needs to go to the doctor right away. They couldn't tell me because of HIPAA rules, but, um, you know, I did make contact with her and, and she kind of blew me off, but finally I got her into the doctor and within a year she had a kidney transplant and saved her life. So, um, you know, oh. it is a, yeah, it's, it's huge. Um, I also delivered a lot of accelerated death benefits and, you know, those watching may not know what that means, but what that means is, is every type of policy that I would write, I made sure that it had this writer and this additional writer would say, you know, if you're diagnosed with something terminal, 
you can actually cash in half of your life insurance right away. Uh, in terminal meaning, you know, the doctor would have to submit a letter that states you have less than a year to live. I fulfilled several of those as well and saw some beautiful things happen. One individual actually took the money and went and got cancer treatment, cancer treatment that their health insurance wouldn't pay for because it was experimental and their life was extended by significant, I think it was like another six years. So, wow, um, yeah, right. I mean, so many incredible stories um, and experiences that I had um, through you know, offering and, and calling people and, and telling them you need to get this. And like, and like you, you know, you didn't even, you didn't even know, you know, the importance until really getting into this career and, and seeing how it impacts people's lives, whether, you know, they're a young family or retired, it is important. Well, and I was just having a conversation with one of my customers the other day because, you know, her husband just passed away suddenly a month ago. And when I was having the conversation with her of, you know, I don't see anything in your file because she came from an agency that I just recently took over. Mm. I said, I don't see anything on file of whether or not you guys have life insurance. And she said, you know, we didn't. I said, okay, well, I'm sorry for that, but I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to your husband's former employer and find out if they offered a group life plan. So at least maybe there is something out there that you just don't know about. And then if you can find that and bring it to me, we can try and do everything we can to try and make sure that you get whatever might be available to you. Right, right. Um, and I think there's a big misconception too when it comes to getting a home loan there's so much paperwork, there's so much jargon, there's so much stress. It's like, it's one of the top stressors is moving. Um, but you know, they mentioned life insurance or somewhere in there, you know, but the reality is, is that's usually an accidental policy and, and it's usually a small fee. And the reason why it's such a small fee is one, people don't know that it's there. They forget about it or don't call or don't understand, or that's too much headache or whatever but it's usually accidental and it's like a 2% chance that you're going to die in an accident. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's never, it's hardly ever paid out. So, um, and people just assume, Oh, I got life insurance on my mortgage. But the fact is, is we don't. Um, and you don't have that accelerated death benefit rider that I think is so valuable. And the cool thing about most companies is they actually stop the payments too, once that's fulfilled. Yeah, no, it's, there's a lot out there that, you know, People get scared when they hear life insurance because they automatically think if I get life insurance, that means I'm going to die. Well, they are eventually. It, true. They are. But here's the thing. Life insurance isn't about you. No. You're not the one that's going to benefit from it. You never will be. It's here to protect the people that you care about the most and the ones that depend on you for their well-being. Right, right. And I always would talk to my clients whenever you know they would take on more debt. I mean, things like I would see cha different changes in their account, meaning maybe they acquire rental properties or maybe they acquire a new business 
or maybe they all of a sudden got two new vehicles. But I'm looking at this going, okay, two new vehicles, that could be like 80 grand, you know? Mm -hmm. um, all this debt keeps adding up. Are you getting additional life insurance coverage to protect that, that huge bill or that burden that can be placed on, you know, your family? Yeah, especially people that have multiple rental properties that, you know, they're most likely they're financing them. I don't know a whole lot of people that can just roll up and pay cash for a property. I mean, they're out there. There's not a lot of them, but they're out there. Um, and if you pass away and you don't have that safety net there, is your spouse going to be able to hold on to those properties? Or are they going to have to sell everything off in order to, you know, put the kids through college, you know, keep the house that you lived in or those various things? Right. Yeah. You know, and one other misconception I saw too was the assumption that, oh, they got it through work. You know, they've got life insurance through work. And a lot of times that's, again, accidental. Um, so it's a small chance that they'll pay out. And the reason is, is, you know, they get all these benefits, but if you read the fine print, you know, the coverage is really small and minuscule. And what if he or she changes jobs? What if yep. he or she decides to go off and do their own business? Um, you know, there's so many things that can change and it's better to get life insurance while you're younger and healthier. And that's where I come in. I work with a lot of life insurance agents that, write a lot of life insurance uh they'll come to me they'll call me and say look i've got this client they really they want to get life insurance coverage but because of their weight because of their pre-diabetic status or whatever they either don't qualify or the price is so high they can't afford it but can you work with them for six months to a year and change that and absolutely i can yeah. Um, but you know, there are a lot of misconceptions out there and you know, I, I'm sure you've seen a ton of them. One, I have one story. I remember, um, client called, left me a voicemail, wanted to get the ball rolling, get the life insurance started. I think he left the message. It stands out in my mind that it was like either a Thursday or a Friday and we played phone tag. He died in a car accident on the weekend and his wife called that next Tuesday and said, did he place coverage? And I had to tell her that, and I had documentation of everything. It's like, no, we've been playing phone tag. He was driving home from work, um, worked a long 16 hour shift, drove home from work, fell asleep at the wheel and, and died. So, um, you know, well, I have so many stories. I could go on forever. Well, and let's face it, in the position that you've been in, in the position that I'm in, you never regret the policies you wrote. You always regret the ones you never did. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. those are the ones that are going to haunt you. Yeah. Yeah. And as hard as it is delivering a payout, it is. It's really hard. But when you're, <clears throat> when you walk away, you feel really good. You feel like, you know, I'm so glad I made that phone call. I'm so glad I talked them into whatever XYZ policy, um, you know, cause a lot of times it is, you have to meet with someone, you have to explain to them. I would always offer them typically three different options, um, trying to keep it simple, but I still always would let them make the decision, but I'd usually have to come back and resell it again. And, and sometimes they would shift and change because the price might change or whatever. 
for, you know, factors that I wasn't aware of, um, you know, and sometimes they would hem and haw and, and, and maybe even back out. But sometimes, you know, it just, when you deliver that policy, once you do that and you go through that experience and you kind of reflect on that whole process, which is, you know, it's a little bit to it. Um, you're, you're glad you did and you do change lives. I've had people just cry with happiness. Um, yeah, I, I've experienced a lot of beautiful things, um, in sad moments, unfortunately, but, uh, I was able to, the cancer one was, was fantastic. I felt like I gave her six more years of life. Yep. And you did. And, you know, with, you know, the one that I'm really a big proponent of, and it's one that a lot of people don't think about is the child policies mm -hmm. because of the guaranteed insurability that comes with it. You know, you're starting, you know, these kids are starting off life with a clean slate. If you get them life insurance when they're young, when their bill of health is clean, yeah. then they are guaranteed no matter what, to always be able to keep that policy and keep it at a level rating that is not going to drive them to bankruptcy. Right. Most right. my kids have life insurance when they were babies. I was like, boom, right. You know, here's, you know, and actually I talk about it. They know that they have it. Um, there's some joking that goes on with that, but it's only because I want them to know that it's there. Um, I am going to give it to them once they become responsible and, and, you know, there's no need for me to keep it, um, sort past a certain point, maybe when they get married or whatever, say, here's a bill, <laughs> but it's really inexpensive. It's super, super cheap and they don't have to do medical or anything. It's just, it's really super easy paperwork. Yeah. And all they have to do is be a couple of months old. I mean, if you can guarantee some sort of financial stability for the rest of their life mm -hmm. and set them up for success in that way, as a parent, why wouldn't you do that? Right. Yeah, because there are things that will pop up and uh, make them uninsurable, you know, mm -hmm. um, for anybody. And once that it pops up and the uh, doctor writes that down, it's part of your record. Yeah, once um, it's in the file, it's in the file forever. Yeah, so uh, it is good. It's great to do that. It's a gift. Um, my grandmother did that for me. Um, she was a mortgage broker at a bank, and so she knew, she understood the financial world. So she did that for me, and I'm doing that for my children. So um, they both have a universal life policy, and uh, you know, it's not a huge policy, you know, but it was doesn't have to be. Yeah. And for me, I thought of it as if something happened to them, God forbid, I don't want to go to work the next day or the next day or probably for a while. So that was just kind of my mentality at the time as a young mom. Um, that's what I thought, you know, that was my reasoning and everybody has their own reasoning. But I also think too, what if I hit, am hit with a huge amount of medical bills? What if right before maybe they're in ICU for a month or something. I don't know. And you know, what if I get bombarded? Oh, and also because we lived in Alaska, the other thought was if they got, uh, you know, the medevac down to Seattle, which Alaska didn't have any burn centers, uh, it's a hundred thousand dollars right there just to fly them to Seattle. So I always knew that because of all the customers I dealt with. 
um, hundred thousand dollar bill just to fly, you know, flight for life. And so I always knew that, you know, there could be expenses that I didn't want to have that burden or be able to take that time off of work. But, um, ultimately, you know, I, I see them, I see them outliving me, but it will become their policies and they can change the beneficiaries or, or even increase the coverage. So, yep. um, yeah, yes, I believe fantastic. they get what five opportunities throughout their life to increase the coverage. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't change other than the rating yeah. for the cost difference. Yep. Nothing changes. There's no additional underwriting, no additional cost associated with whatever condition they may have developed since then. Right. It's, it's the right thing to do and it's the most loving thing to do yeah absolutely well good well i feel good about this call i it kind of took me down memory lane <laughs> do you have anything else you would like to add oh we need to know where you're located and i so, will get all your links and i'll put them below this video yeah. so everybody can find you so uh name of my business is life asset management i've got two locations one on northwest boulevard in between uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Tyrama, right across from Audubon Elementary. And then my other location is right on the corner of Garland and Maple, mm -hmm. um, right across from the Chaz Clinic and the Washington Trust Bank. Right on, right on. And like I said, I'll put all the links below this video so you guys can make contact if you have further questions. But yeah, life insurance, gotta have it guys. You know, um, apply for it. Uh, you know, definitely, I would say sooner than later, if uh, you meet with Heath and he says, you know, if you lost a few pounds, I can help you out with that too, <laughs> to lower your rate. And reality is, is you can purchase, this is something people don't know as well. If you lose 15, 20 pounds or your health status changes better, it wouldn't hurt calling your insurance agent and saying, Hey, by chance, would this lower my insurance rates? Because typically after a year or two, you can get those rates lowered. Well, it's worth we, a shot. We just helped out a client a couple months ago that had quit smoking six yeah. years ago and never contacted their agent, and their agent never contacted them to do a review on their life insurance. Yeah. And so they'd been paying what, $50 <laughs> more yeah. at least. Oh. for six years than they should have been. Yeah. So if you quit smoking or using tobacco products a full 12 months, contact your insurance company or lose, I'd say 12 or more pounds, you know, it's worth a try. It's worth a shot yeah. to ask um, and yep. call and maybe check and see how much coverage you have. I can't tell you how many people thought they had something that they didn't. So, you know, it is good to do a review and, and check up on what you have and, and ask questions because sometimes there's new products that come out that have better pricing or who knows, you know, or better options for you or, or slap well, a quick term on something, you know? Well, and to be honest right now, um, one of the big things that has changed for life insurance here in Washington with Allstate in particular is um, because we are a legal recreational marijuana state, mm. marijuana usage is no longer treated the way that it used to be. It's oh. now standard rating for standard no tobacco with a small table rating as opposed to standard smoker, which was significantly higher in premium. So just because you may use pot doesn't mean it's going to 
you know, hamper your ability to get life insurance or make it outrageously expensive. I can't tell you how many people were afraid to apply because mm -hmm. they occasionally smoked weed. And, you know, of course it is legal here and was where I came from. Um, but they just were afraid or embarrassed. Or I had a lot of people that didn't tell me, didn't disclose it, and like, oh, guess what? Yep. <laughs> we find out. <laughs> but you amazing know, what comes back on a blood test, isn't it? Yeah. But the reality is, that's great. That's great that the company took that stance to say, you know, hey, we understand, you know, the usage and and did that. That's great. That's new to me, and that's that's fantastic. So hopefully that gives some some relief to those people that maybe want that coverage but are embarrassed or afraid don't be uh, okay. no, i, I heard all honestly, kinds of stuff quite honestly you know a lot of the statistics i've seen is is the highest demographic in washington for usage are people my parents age mm -hmm. between the ages of 55 and 75. i believe That's it the highest rate of usage in the state of washington I and it's because they don't want to take opioids and I don't blame them. Yeah. Pain relief. Pain relief. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's shops everywhere. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So. Well, good. Well, this has been informative. I've learned a few things and enjoy speaking with you as I always do. We always have great always conversations. Yeah. Well, thank you for being a part of this podcast and, and don't be shy. We should do another one again soon. Thank you. Heath. No problem. You should come by and check out the farmer's market this week before it closes for the summer. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll do. All right. Awesome. Thank you. you have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.